everybody, and welcome to your Sunday Psychic. Uh, it's so great to be here with you tonight and with my amazing friends and colleagues, uh, Garrett and Stephanie. Um, thank you both so much for being here with me tonight, Garrett. We always appreciate everything you do for us, producing the show and screening all the callers. And um, thank you, thank you, thank you. We couldn't do it without your support. And uh, Stephanie, hi, how are you? Hi, Rebecca. I am doing wonderful. Doing wonderful tonight. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. You know what I learned about this week? What's that? I learned something really cool. Actually, not this week. From the last couple of weeks, I had been spending a little more time than normal on the computer, you know, bouncing the eyeballs from the computer screen to the cell phone, sometimes to the TV. And... Some time ago, it was suggested to me to get these sunglasses. They're called blue blockers. And I had ordered a few pairs once upon a time, three for whatever, three pairs for whatever. But um, this past week, I was going through a drawer. We all have that one drawer that everything lives in. So I'm going through the drawer trying to find something entirely different. And I found the third pair that I remembered I had put in a very safe place, you know, when we do that, right? Oh, <laughs> so here they are. And I'll tell you something. Um, I began wearing them. I thought, oh, my gosh. You know, for one thing, I forgot about it because it's like out of sight, out of mind. So I got those out, and I had more computer work to do. And the long and short of it is, my goodness, ever make a huge difference. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was um, data mining, things like that on the laptop, and my eyes were burning. And then I got my old prescription glasses from like seven years ago, and it's like, okay, a few, a few more things have changed here. So um, thankfully, I am going to see an eye doctor next month. But regardless, I have been wearing these blue blockers, even just to watch TV. And it's making a significant difference. My eyes are not burning. And my eyes feel more relaxed. When I had started doing the data mining, it was, oh, my eyes were atrocious and burning and running. And it was very unpleasant, uncomfortable. So this was a real gift and a blessing. I know these were brought to me this past week, probably from my angels, because I don't stop, right? I keep going and going. And... Oh, what a blessed relief this is. They're, it's hard to describe other than when you wear them, or when I wear them, my eyes just feel calm, they can relax, and it cuts a lot of that static. You know, I know some people get with their um, prescription eyeglasses, you know, the computer screen blockers, and I imagine they're designed to block the blue light, but it really does make a remarkable difference. I highly suggest them. Been my, well, have to, that's been my beautiful treasure from this past week, a blessed discovery, and what a wonderful gift. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to try those because uh, it's been a long time. I had something on my computer ugh, years ago now, and, um, you know, that was supposed to help with this, the electric magnetic field, something or other. I don't even know. Like, I, I know my kiddo would know. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, 
but uh, I, you know, it's been a long time and, and I'm thinking, oh, that's right. You know, I, I probably need to be doing that. So thank you so much for the reminder. Um, and I love that you share this stuff with us because, you know, sometimes we make a discovery and the, the reason we make the discovery is so we can, like, help other people benefit from it too. So I love that you share it with us and, and um, that's awesome. So thank you. I'm going to try it. Cool. I'm going to try it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I just cool. have to tell everybody something really funny. So I'm, I, so, you know, we, we can log in from where we are. You know, we, it's beautiful. Um, you know, Garrett's handling all of the, the, the switchboard and handling all the technical stuff. And so Stephanie and I are able to log in from where we are, which is really great. And so typically when I'm on the show uh, with you folks, I'm actually sitting in my living room or, or my dining room. So tonight I'm in my dining room. And I have this beautiful setup, and I love it because I have windows all around me, and I can watch the sun go down, and I absolutely I just love it. I love my place. Uh, but, you know, I happen to have the, the blinds raised because we had a, a gorgeous, gorgeous day here in Southern California, uh, almost summer-like, but not quite. And, and I, I remember thinking, wait, but it's March, and I want my, my April showers bring May flowers season still. <laughs> but, I, but I'm looking at the windows and, and realizing that, I have cat paw prints on the window <laughs> because apparently, apparently the cat was either trying to catch a bug or, or I don't know what, but it's the top part of the window, so she had to be stretched out all the way. And, and yeah, she cat cat paw prints on the top of my windows. <laughs> anyway, sorry, funny. that just tickled my funny bone. It's like you know, I I try very um, well. I won't say I try hard. Because I'm really blessed. I don't feel like I have to try hard. But I look for the joy in the little things. And so, you know, this is one of those things where, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I'm smiling and it's making me laugh. And I'm like, I have no idea when she did that. Because apparently there are a lot of things that go on with our pets when we are not home. And, uh, oh, gosh, it reminds me of yeah. a really funny story that uh, I have a, a, a wonderful friend. She's one of my closest friends. And I walk with her three mornings a week. We get up at... 4.30, 4.45 to walk in the mornings by 5.15. And, um, and so, we, you know, we, we get our coffee and we drink our coffee while we do our exercise and we catch up. And it's kind of been a saving grace for me. Uh, but she used to have a dog named Gogo. And Gogo was a mixed breed, medium-sized black and white dog and uh, personality galore. And Gogo, I think there was some Jack Russell in Gogo, not positive, but I think so. Anyway, they would come home. She and her then husband would come home, and they would find food all over the floor and the cabinets open, and they, they had no clue what was happening. Like, they had a cat, too, but they had no clue how this was happening, who was doing this or whatever. Anyway, they finally installed cameras in the kitchen and discovered that Gogo was able to jump up onto the counters you know, which was, that was a feat all by itself, but then would get up and open the cabinets and pull all the food out and get into the food. Oh, So, yes. Wow. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why that's reminding you of that. But, yeah, so, so I find little things <laughs> to make me laugh, to find the joy, and, uh, you know, so we all need that. We need that every day. Even when we're not living in a pandemic, we need to look for the joy because it's, it helps – life be more enjoyable you know so uh anyway okay so there's that so so stephanie i want to ask you um <laughs> so how was your week 
How was your week? It was interesting. Um, you know, the so speaking of fun things and joy, I was connecting with unicorn stuff last week. I, I think I read something or saw a picture on Instagram, and I thought, well, I, w- I would really like to have some unicorn cupcakes. <laughs> so I got a white cake mix with the rainbow <laughs> sprinkles, and I made unicorn cupcakes, well, round one. So, and I <laughs> finished those off, finished that off <laughs> this morning. And then I made round two where I actually put the sprinkles in the cupcakes, which now they're more fun and unicorn-ish and very cool. So that was my joy for the week. It was an interesting week. You know, um, it was an interesting week. There was about, there was a 72-hour window midweek where it's like, I didn't know if it was day or night, night or day. Mm -hmm. I was in pajamas 24-7, and um, it was interesting. There, there was a from the energetic healing perspective. There was a ton of stuff going on, without putting labels on it. It just was a lot of energy, and of course, during those times, that's when clients do tend to reach out a little bit more, and it is confusing and it does generate puzzling type energies. So that came up, and you know, when we when we deal with our clients. Um, you know, most of the time things go really well for me and I have a really, really great client base. You know, I do quite a bit as far as paying things forward as well, you know, via my healing circle that I have online in Facebook. But aside from that, um, I had a challenge come up and I wasn't certain in that moment about how to go about handling this particular request and there was someone that needed a question answered and you know it's not that we don't answer questions but depending upon our schedule our energy level what has the day already been like are we truly in that space and is this a friendly question or is this a question that may actually require a reading even a 10, 15-minute rating, half-hour rating. And I felt challenged in the moment. So rather than shooting back an answer, I, I, first of all, gave myself permission to decide to decide, I'm going to sit still here. I'm going to sit still and allow this person to go through their process. And then the following day, I was actually getting ready to respond and here it popped up again. Well, you'll never believe what happened, but this happened and this happened. So it more or less worked out. But in the moment, there were other things that were said. And honestly, Rebecca, I got a little bit triggered. Mm-hmm. And the person became a little bit more demanding. And how come woulda, coulda, shoulda? And the question was posed. And this is where I thought, okay, enough is enough. The universe isn't, wasn't hearing this person. Statement was made, well, the universe isn't listening, and they clearly don't have a good idea. So I don't know why anyone would talk, even talk to the universe. And I thought, okay. I said, I said, well, okay. So let's break this down a little bit. Have you been succinct? Have you been clear? 
this goes back to our show last week. I asked, have you put this on paper? What is it that you're working on manifesting? Well, no, right. the universe should know. And <laughs> I said, well, we can presume that, but there's a little bit more to it. And in a nutshell, we agreed to set a day and a time to actually talk about it in a in a typical session because I mentioned, I said, you know, your energies are kind of all over the board right now. It would really serve you well if we were to, first of all, just get you balanced out, calm down, and then we can visit your questions. And we're not going to do it now. And, you know, we we don't really like saying those kind of things. We do and we don't. And it comes down to our personal boundaries. I I don't know if you run into that or not, but it's like I'm here to help, and yet it's not target shooting either. That's what I call it. You know, it, there's still a respectable way, and to do the work with integrity. And I know that's really important to you. It's important to me. And I'm not going to, because that type of situation takes us to a place where our vibration actually decreases. And this is what we really don't want to do. We don't want to go to that same place. I don't want to go back to only my root chakra and then just start pinging things away, you see. I don't want to react. It's a platform for us to respond and to respond from a place, again, of integrity, of respect, and of authenticity. It's really important to, it was very important to outline to this person, there's a time and a day in this where we will meet in that space and time. We will address these things after we address you. Mm-hmm. And I said, finally, the universe hasn't failed. You have failed to be succinct about right. what it is you're seeking. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I, so. I love that, that you were able to verbalize that and then also that whole thing about boundaries. And then, you know, us trying to always live in integrity and do the right thing. And, and you know, the thing is, we, have, we get triggered too. You know, I, I, I know I've talked about this before and I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, you know, just because we're, we're, we're doing our show here and we're, and we're doing readings and all of that, you know, the rest of our lives are still just like everybody else. You know, I, I've joked around many times in the, oh gosh, I don't know how many years I've been doing this now, 10 plus years that I've been doing radio shows. It's like, you know, there, it's so interesting that I'll, I'll hear people say, oh, well, you don't have to deal with that, or you don't have this to, it's like, no, folks, we, we're just people, we're just doing our thing, and it's, um, you know, the thing is, we're both, we feel so blessed because we have each other to bounce stuff off of, and, you know, and not everybody feels safe and comfortable uh, being able to talk to somebody else who, who actually does the same kind of work, understands the same kind of um unusual, and I'm, I'm using that as a big word, phenomenon that, that Stephanie and I deal with. But, you know, the, the reality is it's like, well, yeah, you get up in the morning and, you, you, you know, like I've done several loads of laundry today. I've got a kid to feed. I've got, you know, dishes to wash. You know, it's the same. We have the same thing. Bills to pay. Oh, did you get your taxes done, which we talked about, right? You know, it's, it, we have all of the same stuff. And so it's really interesting that, you know, we, we're so lucky we get to bounce things off of each other, but we're having our lessons too. 
uh, we're both learning about saying no and keeping good boundaries and uh, making sure that we're honoring ourselves in the process. Um, one of the things that's come up is, uh, you know, a lot of times I will have people inquire about a reading. And, you know, I'll talk to them about my prices. And I'm still offering specials right now. I have been during COVID, and it's a significant price reduction. Uh, and occasionally I'll get somebody who will say, well, I can't, I can't afford that. Can you do less? And the, the reality is, you know, first of all, some people think, oh, you guys are making so much money because you charge so much money, which is like, well, okay, so all of that abundance is relative. It's like, what is your definition of abundance? Because there are so many different definitions of that. But I can tell you, you know, quite candidly that if you're working with a great psychic, whether or not it's, it's Stephanie or me or somebody else, if they're doing the work in, in integrity and they're honoring themselves and they're honoring their clients, I can tell you right off the bat, they're not working eight hours a day. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. If, we're truly, if we're truly connecting to the energy and not just reading cards and not, you know, and, and, and let, me, let me rephrase that, being authentic. If we are authentically doing our work and showing up and being present in the process and allowing the channeling of the information the way that it's coming through, we are physically not able to do a good job for eight hours a day. And, and at least I can speak for myself, and I know Stephanie and I have talked, and I know that's the truth for Stephanie. Maybe there are psychics out there who can do that. I, I don't know anyone personally. And I know for me, that's, that is way over the top ridiculous. <laughs> Um, in fact, uh, you know, so, so it basically it comes back to boundaries, that we have to honor ourselves. And here's the thing that's super important. If you take nothing else away from the show, the fact is if you honor your own boundaries and you say no when you know you need to say no, then you are actually honoring the person that you're saying no to as well. And I will say that again because some people will go, huh? If you are honoring yourself with the boundary of saying no when that's appropriate for you, you are actually honoring the boundary of the person that you are saying no to as well. It's a vibrational energy in that moment. And it doesn't mean no in a bad way. It just means this isn't going to work for me, and if it's not going to work for me, it's not going to work for you. So just like, okay, I have to say Mm -hmm. no today because I'm already booked. So I have some time another day. And so what I'm doing is I'm saying I honor myself enough to not, to, to not um, disrespect my own limitations, which means I'm going to be able to do a better job for my clients. And I get to stay healthy and balanced in the process as well. So it's, it's a very interesting thing. It took me a long time as well with, you know, like, oh, God, setting prices has always been a really interesting, challenging thing. <laughs> I oh, actually absolutely. had inter- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, when I first started, I mean, well, this is, oh, my gosh, 20, let's see, what is this, 2021? <laughs> so <laughs> this was probably, <laughs> um, oh, I'm going to say it was, I think, like 1999, when this came up, when I had somebody ask me, it's like, well, where do you get your information? And I said, well, it's from the conscious field. Of infer- you know, it's the conscious field. Well, isn't that available to everyone? Yes. Well, then how come, if it's free to you, do you, do you pay for it? No. I, I do my meditations and I, 
access the information. But if it's free, then how come you charge for it? And I said, well, I know that this is my purpose and I'm doing my work. This was channeled. And it's like, I went, oh, I have to remember this. This is my pur- purpose and this is my work and I'm showing up in the world to do my work. And I can either go on welfare and let everyone pay for me to do my work in the world or I can charge a fee to each person that I actually benefit directly from the reading. And the person was like, oh, <laughs> And never mm-hmm. asked me that question again. But it was so interesting. And, you know, it's, it's a very interesting thing to look at whether or not you value yourself, you have self-worth, and whether or not you respect yourself in whatever it is that you do. Because anybody can say, oh, yeah, I'm going to charge a million bucks for that. But if they don't believe they're worth a million bucks, it's not going to happen. Not that Stephanie and I charge a million bucks. <laughs> but, but, you know, the thing is, it's, 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 you know, part of it's quality. Part of it is are you, are you believing that you're worth being paid well for what you do? And then you can kind of break it down into are you an expert and what does that mean and all of those things. And I know that the, the, the definition that I've heard of, of an expert is 10,000 hours or more of experience with something, which, yes, Stephanie and I both have that, by the way. Uh, I don't know exactly how long, Stephanie, you've been doing this. I've been doing this for over 30 years now. So we, we have the time and the energy put into it. But it, the reality is it doesn't matter what anybody else believes about us. It's what we believe about ourselves. Because if we go back to the idea that everything in the entire universe is vibration and energy and frequency, which it is, quantum physics proves that, then it's really truly about what we are in alignment with and what we believe about ourselves. And when we can step fully into being centered and grounded into who we are and we have self-respect and we feel worthy, and, uh, because, and I love the word worthiness and feeling worthy versus deserving because to me deserving has a little bit of a, almost a judgment about it. So I don't say to somebody, oh, you deserve that. I say, oh, you're so worth that. And it's true. So the reason I'm bringing all of this up is because you know, how are you doing with where you want to be in your life? And are you honoring yourself? And do you feel worthy? And do you feel grounded? And do you love your life? Are you loving what you're doing out in the world? Are you being paid well for doing that? And if any of those things are not in alignment, what is something that you can do, one small thing that you can change that will help you move closer to having the life that you, that you want, that is the life of your dreams, that you love. Because it's a, it's a very, very small fraction of a change on a rudder on a boat that will get you to a different continent. But it's consistency. Because if you change the rudder for a moment and then change it back, you're still going to end up at that former destination. But if you change the rudder and you keep going with that minute change, you're going to end up someplace else. So is there something, some little thing that you can change that will help you love yourself where you are and help propel you closer to what your dreams are? And and the reason that I ask that is because, you know, Stephanie bringing up the boundaries and being willing to say, no, this is, this time's not going to work for me. Or that dollar amount is too low. You could, you know, I have clients who save up. Thank you for being candid with me. I can discount this this much, but I can't discount lower than that 
because that's not fair to every single other client who's ever asked me for that. And God bless you, and I wish you well. And if you want to save up for a little bit longer, I will be available when you're able to show up and and we can do a, a better energy exchange. So, you know, and so thank you, Stephanie, for bringing up the boundary thing because it is so important. People don't realize how much boundaries are a huge part of self-love. It's huge. And I will tell you that that was a very instrumental thing for me in changing and for me really finding a place of loving myself. It was the boundary thing. And it just absolutely changed my life in such a good way. And yes, I still get triggered sometimes. Why are they asking me that? Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Take a breath. Because, because at the end of the day, if somebody's asking you something and they push your buttons, it's like, okay, first of all, they probably had no idea whatever they were asking was going to trigger you. And then you have this beautiful opportunity to heal whatever it is you were triggered about. Which is, you know, I try to look at everything that way. It doesn't mean I feel that in the moment that I'm having the triggered response. Ah, I can't believe they asked me that. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> what is the opportunity here? What can I learn? How can I move forward? What am I supposed to, to understand from this? And how can I come back to that person? How can I love myself in my response, my trigger? And how can I come back to that person in a loving way? So, yes, uh, and, you know, I, I just wanted to add something on there. So when you mentioned the energy exchange, so with my situation and in that moment, what really truly triggered me was just simply the fact that, you know, the question could have been answered, of course. However, it wasn't that special sacred space that it could have been. And when I put words to lowering my frequency, shifting, you know, shifting gears downward, it was like there was this big screaming Stephanie inside saying, no. But the reason it was so, and, and it was upsetting to me, not so much because of the parameters that the person wanted. It had everything to do with, no, let me take the time that I take and to do the preparation work that I do, then based upon what my gifts are and being of service to humanity, I'm very methodical with that process. And it felt very dishonoring to this person if I were to have said, oh, you know, and shot off an answer. No. So, and it also taught me just to sit, sit with that and to be mindful and everything you just explained, because that exchange of energy, first of all, would not have been the best that it could have been. And in that moment in time, I would have been reacting versus responding. And so saying the word, using the word no, we will do this at a later day and time. That is your special time carved out for you. That felt far more authentic to me. And it brought a great deal of relief. And that's not easy for us to do. It's, we, we are excited to have our gifts and share them, yet we also feel like we're not here to, to set the rules on the playground either, but we have to <laughs> because yeah. they don't know unless we teach them. 
And beyond that, it still comes back to ourselves. And it's like, no, this is not honoring. It's not honoring this person, nor is it honoring the gifts that are waiting for her to receive, as well as the knowledge and the information. I just wanted to expound upon that because it translates very well to everything you just said. And it can feel extremely frustrating, you know. But it's also the surrendering process, and then we are allowing ourselves to receive what is the information, what is the lesson, what am I to observe from this, how can this be better, not just for myself but for the other person too. Well, it's very easy. First of all, we say no in this moment, and we say yes to a future moment, that's carved out especially for them, specifically for them, in a beautiful space. It was. It sounds like a simple thing, but no, being who we are and how we navigate and operate, we think of a list of 100 things that we've learned and observed, and, and you know, we have to run around the block 2,500 times, and then we come to center again. <laughs> and I don't think people realize, they don't realize the human side of what we do. You see, yeah. I just wanted to share that. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I'm so, and I'm so glad you did. And also, you know, one of the other really important points that you brought up was, you know, that this particular person was saying that the universe wasn't listening. And so super, super, super important. Everything that we do as humans, we are in co-creation with creator, God, the universe, whatever it is that you call that energy. Okay, we are always co-creating. And we have to be clear about what it is that we want. Uh, occasionally, somebody will ask a question, and I don't get an answer. I know Stephanie has experienced this, too. It doesn't happen very often anymore. However, what, what I tell clients is that if that does happen, there's only two reasons that will happen. The first reason is that you haven't made clear what your intention or desire is. And the second reason is, if you have made that clear, the universe hasn't decided how it's going to work for your highest good yet. Because that's it. There are no other circumstances. It's one or the other. So the very best thing you can do if you have a desire for something is get really clear about it and then write it down. Because if you keep it in your head, and a lot of people say, oh, I have it in my head, it's true. There is an energetic imprint in the universe of your thoughts. That's why sometimes you think of somebody and the phone rings and that person is on the other end of the phone. It's because that, the energetic imprint of your thought was received by the person you were thinking about. Okay? So it's true that that's there. But for whatever reason, energetically, if you take your ideas about something you want to manifest and you write it down, and I would suggest paper and pen or crayon or whatever you want to write it with, but um, mm-hmm. what happens? like etching that in concrete for the universe. It's like you are absolutely placing your order. And so you're having a, you'll have a much higher likelihood of manifesting whatever that is. And so, the, you know, one of the things, too, um, I wrote a little book called The List Tools to Create the Life of Your Dreams. If you've always kind of wanted to explore manifesting and, and how to get clear about what it is you want to create, um, it's available on Amazon. They have it in a in, uh, Kindle version, I think, for like $2.99 or something. Um, really quick read, and there's a lot of homework. I don't go into any details about my history or any of that. It's basically almost like a quick reference guide about if you want to do this, this is what you do. Okay? Uh, and so... The other thing is, if you would like to book a private session with Stephanie or with me, Stephanie's website is journeywithstephanie.com, 
And my website is RebeccaFist.com. And if you contact us and let us know that you found us through the radio show, uh, we offer discounts for our listeners. So um, be sure to, to include that information. Um, Stephanie, is there anything else that you wanted to share with everybody before we kind of move into maybe a meditation or, or something else? Oh, I know. Actually, do you have a gratitude <laughs> for the and do you have an intention for the coming week? Because I, I do. I always do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, first of all, I, especially based on this past week, I am in gratitude that I allowed myself to be triggered and then to sit with it and observe it and listen. Because there was so much satisfaction, satisfaction, but more so there was peace. There was a great amount of peace that came through because the, at the end of that whole experience, that in itself was its own gratitude. It was like, oh, okay, this is teaching me to honor not just myself, but the other person as well. Just like the phrase namaste, the God in me sees the God in you and honors the God in you. And so I'm really, really grateful that I was able to sit with it. And for me, it was it was maybe a 24-hour turnaround time. It wasn't something that drug on and on and on. Um, in my past experiences with myself, I would have allowed that to overcome me. And this time, in this moment and tuning in with it, and then being in gratitude for what did take place and where it brought me to, it was a very fast turnaround that was like, oh, okay. And I was able to move on and continue with the weekend. So I'm very much in gratitude for that experience, truly. And my intention for this week, my intention for this week is to continue following the wisdom that really is deep down within myself because, see, that experience reminded me of these God-given gifts, the, some people call it the innate, and to trust that space. So my intention for this week is to remain connected to that knowingness of that wisdom, that fountain really truly is within me, and I'm grateful for the reminder that I received, also known as what is now previously and formerly the trigger. So that's my <laughs> gratitude and intention. Yes, how about you, Rebecca? I, I love that. I, I absolutely love that. Um, and, and you. you know, I, I have to say this, and I, I just – so I've known Stephanie now for several years. I, I don't even know how many years it is now, but it's just like it's, <laughs> I don't it's, know. It's, but, but it's like it's one of those things where, you know, you meet somebody and they have such a profound impact on your life where you don't remember life before them. You just know your life is better and that you've grown because that person's in your life and they keep showing up. And so my gratitude is for you being in my life because we have, we have definitely, you know, Stephanie, <laughs> it's, it's not always all roses and, and, and such. Um, when you have a very deep connection with somebody and you understand each other and you feel like 
this person understands the world you live in. Because, you know, the reality is Stephanie and I live in two worlds. That's the, that's the yeah. easiest and most succinct way I can explain it. Because when we do the work, we are literally connecting with another plane. And then we're delivering mm-hmm. the information on the earth plane. And so when you're doing a session with us, you know, for people who sit in front of me and they watch me, like, close my eyes or kind of look over to the side and then come back, it's like they can tell that I'm, I'm somewhere else when I'm actually getting the information. And so to, to find somebody who understands that so completely because she lives it as well is like, okay, God must love me. <laughs> but it's also... But, be, but because there is this very, you know, we have a special friendship, and, it, you know, I, I joke around a little bit. It, mm-hmm. Stephanie feels like my sister in a lot of ways, and you know how sisters can get along sometimes, right? So we also <laughs> have triggered each other. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is, we have, you know, the, the, it's, there's such a beautiful thing in knowing that somebody really gets you and is willing to be there no matter how difficult things get. You know, because when my stuff comes up, you know, I'm, I, it, I, I'm just like everybody. You know, my stuff comes up. She'll go, okay, okay, Rebecca, okay, what do you need? <laughs> <laughs> and I do the same thing for her. I do the same thing for her. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But it's, but it's, you know what, but I, I want to say, so I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for all of the growth and all of the lessons and, you know, that we are continuing to walk beside each other on this journey uh, and I'm just, you know, and I'm so proud of you. Uh, I'm proud of myself too. I'll say that. But uh, yeah, please. you know, the, the, the amount of growth that Stephanie and I have experienced while helping each other and supporting each other and then being supported by the other has been tremendous. And what an incredible blessing you are in my life. So I just want to say that that's what comes up for me today is I, I'm grateful for so many things, but right now I am so incredibly grateful for you and, and your willingness to just keep showing up in my life. So thank you for that. Um, my intention for the week, uh, oh, sometimes I prepare for this at a time and sometimes I don't, you know, um, <laughs> I think really it's, it's, I'm getting more clarity about what I want my business to become. There is, you know, something to be said about being in a comfort zone, which I think I kind of have been for a while, and it's really time for me to kind of push myself out of my comfort zone. I know that I'm meant to be reaching more people and doing more with, with this work, and uh you know, part of me wants to just say like, oh, it's good enough. But the reality is I know that there's more. I know I'm meant to be doing more. And so my intention this week is to really sit with this. And, and I've kind of been doing some brainstorming and, and, and letter writing around what this looks like for me. But I think I actually need to sit down as well and write down action items and put that in place. So my intention this week is to really invest some more of my energy and time into my, into my business. So that's, uh, we'll, see, we'll see how I do. Let's see if I'm grateful for that next week <laughs> on the show. <laughs> but hey, it's, you know, spring is here. This is a time for this, right? And so for those of you who are looking at starting something new or new beginnings or wanting to support something that you've had that you want to take to the next level, you know, we just had Passover last night for those of you practicing Judaism, and we've got Easter coming and Good Friday and, and Easter's next week. So, you know, this is a perfect time 
to actually be looking at what you want to bloom. So uh, just putting that out there. Anyway, so that's my gratitude and my intention. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank well, you. our uh, our springtime is the second winter. There's angel angels are having a pillow fight because there's the big fat snowflakes every now and oh, no. again coming down. Yeah, and then in two weeks it'll all turn to slush, and then by May first we'll have green grass again. So it's funny how fast it goes. So yeah, well, are we ready for just a quick meditation? Yes. Yes. Yes, Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So we are going to close our eyes. This is going to be a real quick one. We're going to close our eyes and visualize and feel, allow yourself to feel the energy of the sun. And we're going to bring that big golden ball of warmth and it's infused with love and it's carrying the color of gold with it. Gold is a wonderful, wonderful means of protection for those who may not have a form of protection. You can put yourself in a bubble and outline it with gold, and that's a wonderful means of protection of energy so that you can be out in the world and operate safely, energetically speaking. So we're just going to allow ourselves to feel this sunshine warmth just kind of roll up and down the front of our bodies, the back of our bodies. We're going to visualize ourselves in our own bubble and just let yourself expand in this energy of warmth and love. And again, it's outlined and protected with gold which is also the highest spiritual color of protection in color alchemy. So we're going to saturate ourselves with this and marinate. And now we're just simply going to take a deep breath and inhale. Inhale the warmth with the love and hold it for a moment. And then we're going to exhale. And let yourself feel this energy. Now we're just going to already begin to wiggle our fingers and toes. When you're ready, open your eyes. And now we've been cleansed and cleared. And what the energy of that also did was to balance out our chakras that balanced our brain. It also cleansed and cleared any little energy bugs and visitors that we did not need in our aura. Oh, oh that feels wonderful. Yeah, that was Rebecca, great. how Thank do you, you feel? So much. I feel good. Oh, good. Feel good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> G- Garrett? <laughs> yeah, Garrett? <sighs> Hello? <laughs> Hello. I'm bug free now. <laughs> yes, Certified. the bug zapper came through. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank so 
funny. Thank you, Garrett. <laughs> yes, he's still with us. Thank you, Garrett. Good. You're welcome. All right. I think we're ready for some callers. Okay. Yeah. So if you're a repeat caller, you've got to know how this works. Um, when the ladies are giving you the reading, I'm screening other callers, asking for your first name only and the topic, not the whole backstory, and that's it. Um, these ladies are the real deal, so they don't need a lot of information to get going. Our first caller is going to be coming from Luce, and she's calling about relationships. Welcome to Sunday Night Psychic. You're live with Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, Luce. Hi. Good evening. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, I am calling. Uh, I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, yes, yeah, so my name is Luz, and I'm calling about love. I uh, kind of um, got upset at someone I really liked yesterday, and um, I asked him to um, contact me when he is ready for a relationship, basically, and nothing else. So that's where that ended. And I just want to know. Um, if there is any clarity or any positive outcome with me trying to uh, put boundaries. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm really proud of you, really proud of you for putting up boundaries because everything else will fall into place once you have done that. Okay. Because boundaries are about self-love. And the reality is we, we think that we're ready for relationships when, when we're, we're looking for, for love, but we're looking for it outside of ourselves. And the truth is, once you love yourself, really, truly love yourself, and you hold yourself in high esteem like you are now demonstrating with telling that person, this isn't working for me, what you're doing is you're also telling the universe, I don't want somebody to show up if they're not available and willing and able to, to, to participate in a love relationship yeah. with me. So the fact that you said no tells the universe that you're getting more and more ready to say yes to the right kind of relationship. So that's absolutely beautiful. So that's a huge step. And and I have to say, I'm really proud of you. As far as relationship yourself, the first thing that I want to suggest to you is get really clear about what you want in your perfect partner. Okay, and I know I talked a little bit about this little book that I wrote about the list. The reason I wrote the book is because the same information came up so often in readings. Get clear about what it is that you want, whatever it is, whether it's a job, it's a relationship, even a new car, whatever it is, your home. Get really clear about what it is you want. Let yourself sit and think about it and then start writing about what that is and be really, really clear. You can be very, very, very detailed. I joke around a lot. I'm now divorced. I'm really great friends with my ex. Thank you, God. He's a great guy. But we did not work as a partnership, did not work at all as a partnership, okay? And so the thing is, after I started dating him, I had written a list like three years before. I found the list about three months after we started dating, and I thought it was a long list because it was two columns back, uh, front and back on a legal-sized piece of paper, and I remember finding the list and going, oh, my gosh, he's everything on my list. Now what do I do? Okay? Because we're not necessarily used to getting what we want. So anyway, long story short, married the guy. We found out that, you know, trying to live together <laughs> was a huge challenge. And I joke around now that I wasn't specific enough on my list. My list now is like pages and pages in a composition book. 
So, you know, and I joke around with him. He knows this. He, I say, I'm sorry, my list wasn't specific enough, and we laugh about it. But it's really true. Be very, very, very specific. And, and I will tell you, you know, I'm speaking from experience. I've dated a lot of different people. I, you know, finally went out online after I had been single for a long time and started meeting people, really nice people. But none of them were really emotionally available. And I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong because here I am. I've studied all this stuff. I've studied with John Gray. I've studied all these different relationship stuff and all these different techniques and everything. And I'm, and I'm giving people advice and I'm helping them find their loves, but I hadn't found my own. And what I finally realized is that it's because I wasn't loving myself enough. I have to have the relationship with me first. We all have to have that relationship with ourselves first because if we don't know ourselves, how do we expect somebody else to know us? And we have to be strong enough in our conviction about loving ourselves that we can let somebody else know how we want to be loved. And then that person can show up. Okay? So, you know, the thing is, and, and, and I will say, you know, quite candidly, I'm in a very new relationship, but this guy is so different. And I found my list the other day, and he's everything on my list. And this is a much bigger list than the one I had before. Don't know how this is going to unfold, but I know that it works. And for me, it started with saying no to what wasn't working. It started with saying no to people, men who would inquire, and I'd be like, this isn't what I want. So you're well on your way right now to meeting the right person for you that it starts with you. It starts with loving yourself. And if there's something, anything about somebody who's reaching out to you that you know is not in alignment with the life that you want to build with somebody, you have to say, no, thank you, no matter how good the other qualities are. Because that perfect person is out there. Um, There's a really beautiful saying that I read not long ago. And it says, if you can't stand up and show up and be the man that that I need, then sit down so I can see the man behind you. So that guy is looking for you right now. That's what I'm hearing. The other thing is um, I'm not, I keep hearing that you, I, my impression is you're going to probably meet somebody by June, and you could be in relationship by fall. I'm hearing like August, September. So that's not a lot of time. So if there's anything in your life that you're wanting to work on for you about loving yourself, that's not a lot of time. It's almost April. That's only, that's only a couple months away. So remember that, you know, the goal is for us to find somebody that we're going to be in partnership with and that it's one day at a time. But if we're looking at having a lifetime with someone in a committed relationship, you know, really take this time to be loving yourself and look at what does that feel like, what does it look like, what are the qualities he has to be a good partner for you for your life. But I'm hearing it could be as early as June for you. So that was, but that was a beautiful first step. I'm really proud of you. It's so hard when we want to be loved. It is so hard to say no to someone because it's like, oh, but it, sometimes, you know, you'll hear people say, oh, but something's better than nothing. No, it's not. I will tell you that coming from a place of self-love and loving yourself, that's awesome. So you're doing the work, and that is absolutely beautiful. So let me turn it over to Stephanie, and I'm sure Stephanie will have something to add. <laughs> Hi, Liz. It's nice to talk with you. Thank you for calling in tonight. Thank you. And let's, let's see, hon. Um, first of all, in terms of I'm going to jump around the board a little bit. 
when Rebecca was first visiting your question, I kept feeling summertime. The timeline I was getting was between June and August to meet someone different. Now, when I say this, and I'm going to energetic perspective of things, one thing that I teach people when they work with me is this, especially for partnership, and this is just one of many facets of looking for partnership and seeking, is that we we ultimately wish to call in someone who matches our vibration and higher. When we are out in the play field and settling for the quote-unquote whatevers, we're really not respecting ourselves, and it really does come back to what we've been talking about this evening, which is about boundaries. And with you saying no, you're also saying yes to yourself. And it really does come down to us loving us first. You know, there was a post floating around or a meme floating around on Facebook for a while, and something to the effect where it says, I have finally found that one person. I'm ready to settle with this one person for the rest of my life, and it's me. And there's, of course, probably a bit of a negative twist because it's also kind of condescending for those who wish they had a partnership and they they settle to not have one versus taking an active role here. So I like the fact that you did say no because you're saying yes to yourself. And this person may or may not come back. First of all, they're really not taking you seriously when you said that, it's like, okay, well, I'll give her a couple of days and then she'll get over it and then I'll come back and then next Friday night we'll start with what we always do. And you're now coming from the standpoint of saying double to me. So you are calling in your vibration and higher. So that's something that I would like for you to continue to keep in the front of your mind. And, of course, everything Rebecca said, so she outlined that extremely well. I love what Rebecca shared And this is your time to have this connection with yourself. And it really feels like to me between April, well, you have April and May, essentially. You have basically the next 60 days to sit with yourself, love yourself, bring more clarity and awareness to what is it that you seek and what's acceptable to you and what's not. And all of this, is because with everything that you write, it's because you love yourself enough to call in someone who will love you just as much and more. That's what the like vibration and higher means. So that's what I say for you, Luz, and I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for calling in tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Luz, for your call. Um, We're going to get to our next caller, and that's going to be Jackie. And Jackie is calling about moving. Jackie, you're live with Sunday Night Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Jackie. Hi. How can we help you? Yes, I'm ready to move in the next and Things are slowly, like, opening up. I know I'm going to have to, like, submit some paperwork and hopefully get a resolution. And I just want to see what you guys see with the outcome. Okay, so regarding the outcome of moving, is that correct? I, I apologize. You sound a little bit muffled to me, so I just want to be clear about yes, what I'm it, it regards, okay. it regards some family members. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, so regarding some family members, so are you still asking if you're moving or if the family members are moving? 
No, if I'm moving. Oh, okay. Right. Thank I you. And again, I apologize. I, I missed mm-hmm. that. Yeah, okay. Um, so first of all, I'm one of the tools, a tool I work with outside of myself is the pendulum. And I'm asking what is the likelihood that you will be moving. You're pretty much going to be moving. It's 85 to 90% likely that you are moving. And it's going to be... Let me see. We're pretty much finished up with March. Over these next two months, you're going to find a place that you will move to because I see you moving as soon as June. And this is something where it's time. You're in the environment. You understand all of the reasons why and more. And the desire that you have to gain a different new level of independence is burning. And so with this burning motivation and desire, you're certainly going to move forward. I do see you exercising caution in terms of how far do you want to go, all of the details of moving, along with being specific. So again, I know Rebecca would encourage this as well. Go ahead and write down on paper what it is that you would like to have in your next new home environment And this would also include being drama-free from family stuff. We love family, and there can be drama. We don't necessarily want to have it, but it does happen. So, and I'm hearing, one thing that I'm hearing for you, Jackie, is you're questioning your strength, if you will have the strength to do this. And this includes both inner strength and physical strength. You do have the inner strength, most definitely. There is uh, somewhat of a question about the physical strength side, but that part of it is going to work well. There's going to, in the details of what you are seeking to move into, in the details of outlining what it is that will meet your needs, you will be able to find that one very specific special place. And I'm seeing a very sweet place, almost like a cottage. It's something that you can call yours. I don't know that you're going to purchase it. It feels more like you may be renting it for a while. But regardless, it's going to be elsewhere. And right now that's very much, it's almost like you have your nose on the wall. And it's time to take a couple of steps back to look at the bigger picture. Not that you need to review your decision and outline the specifics that you are seeking because there is something here that keeps coming up regarding your needs. And it could be as simple as you would like to be six blocks from a grocery store. So that's what comes through for me. I'm going to see what Rebecca has to share with you. Rebecca? Okay, yeah, thank you. Hi, Jackie. Okay, so, you know, the, the very first thing that comes through really, really strongly is that you know, this move is going to be really good for you, and it's going to give you an opportunity to relax. It feels like the new environment will be very nurturing for you. Uh, I feel like there's been a lot of turmoil where you are right now, and it feels like, you know, the, the, the time remaining in your current situation still feels like there's a lot of uh, tension. I don't want to say anxiety. That's almost too strong a word, but it feels like it's not settled. It's unsettled. So the new place is going to be, oh, okay, I can finally relax. I can breathe. It feels nurturing. It feels 
rejuvenating. It feels relaxing. It feels like your body is going to be healing. Uh, even if you don't feel like you're, you know, unhealed right now, it's, it's everything about the new environment is going to be beneficial for you. Whereas it, I feel like your current situation has been taxing and, and uh, it's just been draining. So, you know, the, this move is going to be really great. I also hear that this will probably be June. Uh, and the next month or two, the most important thing that, that's coming up is for you to do what you can to nurture yourself. Try to have those good boundaries. That boundary stuff is coming up again, uh, where you're clear with people and that if there's a space that's your own, that you make sure that other people don't impose themselves or, you know, try to get into your space when, when you can hold a boundary for it and, and keep it, you know, protected for yourself. Uh, it, this is a long time in coming for you, for you to, to be able to move into a space that's really more nurturing. So I can't emphasize enough to you how much I feel that this is going to just be, you know, such a drastic change for you, for your well-being. So, uh, again, you know, I feel like this is June. Uh, the next couple months, do everything that you can to prepare for this so that it's not something that happens suddenly. Uh, but it's, it's, I, I just can't even, again, can't emphasize enough that this is such a good thing for you that you're going to be moving. So, um, you know, let us know how you're doing. Uh, and in the meantime, I'll keep you in my prayers that everything for you is speed, ease, comfort, and joy so that this transition is a good one for you. But, uh, you know, the, the, that light at the end of the tunnel is coming. So, you know, keep focusing on, on where you want to be and what you want this to look like. Another thing that I want to say to you, and this is actually for everyone. So when Stephanie and I are doing these readings for you folks, uh, this is the energy, of, you know, basically for all the decisions you've made so far to where you are right now. We all have free will. So if for some reason you don't like what you're hearing, you can change it. We are reading it as it's as it's coming to um, from where you are right now, every decision you've made to right now. So if you don't like something, you can change it. We have free will. Everybody can change this. Okay? So, uh, but anyway, again, this is, this is such good news to you that you're going to be moving. Yeah, I can't emphasize it enough. I know I've said that a lot, that I don't usually emphasize it Thank as much, you. but it's a really good thing. It's really, really a I beautiful thing for you. It. I appreciate yeah. it so much. Thank All you, right. Jackie. Well, let us know how you're doing. All right. Thanks so much, Jackie. Thank you. Okay. And we're going to get to our next caller. It's going to be Martha, and Martha's calling about love. Martha, you're live with Sunday Night Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi, this is Martha. Hi, Martha. And I'm how can I help? In regards to my love life. <laughs> yes. Okay. And is there somebody in your life right now? Not at the moment, I don't think. You don't think? Okay. All right. Well, let's I'm take sure. a look for you. <laughs> okay. I love that. I love the odyssey. All right. Well, let's take a look here. Uh, okay. So, you know, the very first thing that comes up is, you know, if there's somebody, I almost feel like, you know, I'm being given this image of like you're playing peekaboo with this person. So there's somebody that you're kind of attracted to. It's kind of been like, I don't know if they're interested. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just a friend. I don't really know what's going on with this person. But there's definitely a mutual attraction. Do you know who this person is? Yeah. Okay. What's the person's first name? Or if you don't feel comfortable with the first name, what's their first initial? There could be multiple, but I think it might be. Um... <laughs> See, I, I just got out of a breakup, so. 
Okay. Okay. Um, All right. Well, what's what's that person's first name? Well, I once again, I don't know if they like me, which is you know, um, Thomas. Okay. Okay. So that's the person that you just broke up with, or this is somebody you flirt with? This is a new person, but the person I broke okay. up with, his name was Joel. Okay. All right. So hang on just a second, and I want you to take a breath. Take a breath because I feel that there's a sense of relief, but there's also a lot of sadness because there was a lot of hope for this relationship. And you guys have gone yeah. around and around and around over and over and over. And there has been words about, there have been words about changing, but there's been no change. And so that's not going to work. Okay. So this yeah. is the right decision. And one of the things that I want to say is, you know, going back to boundaries, we have to do the right thing for us. And God bless Joel. He wants to be better and he wants to be different, but he's not capable of those changes right now. And I know you know that. But I just want to validate that for you, okay? So, you know, when you have time, spend some time being sad. It's okay to let it go. You know, we have so many hopes and dreams wrapped up in these (laughs) relationships. I've been crying all the time. Okay, okay. Well, I just feel like there's still a little bit of residual there. And there may be for a little while. One of the things that that I like to suggest to people who are grieving or who are angry is I suggest that they write a letter to the person. You're not going to send it, but you mm-hmm. just use the page, the paper and the pen to write all of the things that you wish you could say that you can't. And it's, it's just to access the emotions so that you can release them and release yeah. the person and then bless them on their way, okay? And what that does, too, when we have sadness over the loss of a relationship, when we intentionally release those emotions, what happens is we're actually allowing our heart to open more to the relationship that we want. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that's what that will actually do for you. Uh, Okay, so Thomas, hang on just a second. Well, okay, so Thomas has a lighthearted kind of energy, and I feel like uh, this is somebody who is is warm, who is, uh, you know, very intentional about the things that they do and don't do. Uh, The shyness there is kind of an, an energy that matches your own, so the, the flirty mm-hmm. thing is, like, you guys really do mirror each other in a lot of ways. And, uh, and, and so, but I feel like this is, a, is this a, a kind person. I feel like they are high integrity. I feel like uh, this person, uh, again, can be shy and slow, but is very intentional. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So this energy feels really good to me. And, and you know, the other thing that I want to say is, um, you know, I do see that this could be a very good outcome for you, but I also do see that you have other energies that are very similar to Thomas. So my impression is that, you know, allowing yourself to outgrow the relationship that's not working and being willing to say no to the thing that's not working is giving you opportunities to see the possibilities about other people showing up. So don't be so crazy. I see same, more people I show up. up. The same thing as you, I pick up the same thing. That I couldn't yeah. describe it better. I can't believe you're making yeah, well, him up. Like well, thank this. you. Yeah, so so you may end up having. I mean, I actually hear three or four different people. <laughs> uh, if they haven't shown up already, they may be. And then and then you know really get specific about your list. We were talking about um, yeah. you know writing your list about your perfect partner. You know, be very specific and intentional about the qualities that you want that person to have and how are they? Because I'll tell you, you know, I, I don't know if you heard me talking about my experience earlier. I've met some really wonderful people, really wonderful people. Oh, I was listening because I was relating but, to it. <laughs> yeah, but, but I have to tell you, you know, this other guy, and I don't know if he's the guy. I don't know. But I, know, I will yeah. tell you that I'm, 
I don't know right now, but I think, I mean, he's definitely got everything that I'm looking for, everything, and it's easy. So I keep telling myself, because the reality is, it's this or something more, this or something better, because God doesn't go backwards. And I'm like, wow, if it's somebody better than this, I'm like, I don't even have any idea what I'm in for, because he's pretty amazing. So you get to have that. Every single person gets to have that in their lives. Every single person gets to have that. They get to have everything that they want in a partner. There's a reason that we don't want to settle mm-hmm. because there is that person out there for us. So, you know, be really specific. And if you see any little things in these people and you go, mm, I don't know if I want to live with that, you get to say yeah. no, thank you because we only go forward. So Thomas is a really sweet guy, though, i got to say. He's funny. He's sweet. He's a little shy. Um, very, very meticulous about things when he's doing work because he's very intentional, very high integrity. He's a good guy. So uh, mm-hmm. you'll have to keep us posted. And, and if, if it's not him, it's him or something better or someone better, I should it's say. It's so funny. I but yeah. I've described him better. Um, what do you think about, I knew that it wasn't right with Joel, um, but. You know, it's, it's okay. So here's the deal. When we know that something is not right, yeah. We can either say no thank you now or we can wait and say no thank you later. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you were willing to say no thank you at this point opens the door for you to step into what you really want. So it doesn't matter. We all have to do it in our own timing. We can see things for other people that, that they don't see for themselves. So mm-hmm. the, the reality was- is that the, when we're learning and we're having these experiences, they all have to be done in the timing that works for each one of us as an individual. And when we're ready, we move forward. And so this was just the timing that was appropriate for you. So there's no I'm right not or saying wrong Thomas is the one. Life. I'm just saying that's one of the ones I like that I'm dating because I didn't even know yeah. there, were, there were better guys out there that would like me. And Martha, Joel kind of you lowered my self-esteem. If you, if you love you, that is the key for everyone in love. If you love yourself and really truly believe that you are worthy of having the kind of relationship you want in your life and you're willing to treat yourself that way, you will attract the vibration and frequency of somebody who will also give you everything that you want. Because the way vibrations and frequencies work in the universe is we're magnets. Like Mm -hmm. attracts like. So if there's anything that you feel is lacking in your love for yourself, work on that now because that is what will help you find or, or will help the, the, the perfect guy find you, if you will. I definitely have lack so, self-love, for sure. Yeah. I'm working on that so right start, now. And that's a beautiful thing. And the more that you do, the better, the better things will, will start unfolding. And you'll see and that. And it doesn't come I'm around. Work. I just pray every day that God yeah. will bless me with self-love because it doesn't come naturally. Okay. So it's a practice. It's a yeah. practice. And, and part of that is always paying attention to your gut because our gut feeling is our internal GPS, our God positioning mm-hmm. system, okay? And if something doesn't yeah. feel right, trust it. But keep asking yourself, what do I want today? What do I like today? What do I love about myself? Where am I feeling like I'm judging myself? How can I love myself better? 
And, and I'd like to talk to you more about that, but let me go ahead and turn you over to Stephanie. So Thank we you very much. You guys are amazing. Yeah, that, God bless you, Martha. All right, Stephanie, go ahead. God bless you. Let me turn it over to you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hi, Martha. I'm going to take an entirely different approach. And I'm oh, going I didn't to know I've seen another this. view. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh yes, my dear. <laughs> you get a two-for-one I'm so excited. Here. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And I'm speaking from the perspective of being an energy healer myself. So mm-hmm. one of the first things I would suggest and recommend is that you have you receive an energy clearing. So that would also include having cords removed, hooks released, and so forth. Because we yeah. have this thing called an aura, so we have our energy field. And when Rebecca mentioned that we are magnets, we can be magnets and we are magnets. And sometimes, especially, um, and it doesn't matter if it's dating or otherwise, we can also be magnets for certain energies that we have not yet resolved within ourselves, um, mm-hmm. that we have not made peace with within ourselves. And so it's not that we set out to be a magnet for that, but because that's there, we do tend to attract that. Now, I wanted to share just a quick example. In my healing circle this morning, we, there was a lot of beautiful things done, and then the, I, I lost have stop frequently and ask, okay, how does everybody feel? What's going on? Is something coming up? And after this beautiful process, someone said, well, I feel depressed. Yeah. And, but here's the thing. The depression is because as we grow and we release the stuff that it, it just ain't working, it's not working for us anymore, when that does leave, and we still put in the energy of love because we don't want to end up as Swiss cheese, you see. We bring in the energy of love. But even at that, this is where we're still getting acquainted with, well, okay, I miss that part of me that's not here anymore, and now I don't know how to act with this new energy. So an energy clearing would certainly help you with that. I just wanted to bring that component in. So that's part of what's going on with you. So, you know, we have the person that didn't work out. We have this person in front of us. I see all together, Rebecca saw three or four, I see anywhere between five to seven different people <laughs> that will be coming your way. And what's cute, though, is that I do see that you are doing your work and you're like, <laughs> you know, get in line, go to the back of the line, wait your turn, and um but you are learning more. This is teaching you about you and everything mm-hmm. that you love about yourself. And you're developing the art of saying, okay, you're nice. Okay, next. And then you try on the next pair of shoes. Let's put it that way. And then yeah. you decide yay or nay, yay or nay, yay or nay. Now, in that process, I would highly suggest this for those who are not a fit. And it's okay because it happens. Um in your mind, in your heart, in your prayers, wish them love, light, and happiness somewhere else. You can put them in a bubble, float them back up to God, say, here you go, thank you so much, and that's my decision. Next, and keep going. So you're going to work through this, and, you know, again, consider an energy clearing, whether you want to do it with prayer or otherwise, 
that's something that both Rebecca and me can do for you as well. So I just wanted to give you that piece of information. And thank you so much for calling this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Martha. Make sure to keep the ladies updated. Next caller, I think we're on a trend here, at least for the next couple of callers. So we've got 13 minutes left, and next caller is Suzanne, and Suzanne's calling about love. You're live with the Sunday Night Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, Suzanne. Yes, hi. Thanks for taking my phone call. When do you see a significant other coming in? See a new love coming in? Yes, please. Is that Okay, all right. And hi, Suzanne. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Okay, You're so welcome. I'm getting a look here. Um, in this moment, I know you are seeking the partnership and love. I also see you sitting in a chair, gripping the arms, and this is demonstrating to me that you're not feeling really clear. I think I want it, but I'm not sure if I want it. I better brace myself. And there's certain categories that you've kind of placed yourself in, like I'm, I'm this age, I'm at this place in life, blah, blah, blah. You've got your internal laundry list of your own almost like self-judgment expectation. And then you're looking outside of yourself too. So I would say with the theme of love, it does come back to loving ourselves. But there's, there's some trauma. There's a deeper-rooted trauma cane within you that keeps coming up. And this is something I do see that you are doing. You have acknowledged this there is energy around this still. And so part of it has been for you with a pattern of love. When love has been present, it's gone pretty good, but then it's like a shoe drop. It's always like, okay, the shoe dropped again. Okay, now what? So then you go back, revisit the trauma. So I'm seeing a pattern of things being done similarly, not the same every time, but it's, again, once again, the matter of going within putting pen to paper, and love, honestly, um, what I'm seeing is it's going to be late summer, early fall is what comes through for me. So, again, just a suggestion of making the list feeling clear, and especially in the cases of possibly even early childhood trauma, even if you've gone through the counseling, sitting with yourself, giving it all back to God, back to creator, whatever word you use, and surrender that energy. Because I'm seeing in the prior experiences, there's times when that has come back up and triggered you. And so it has its own patterns and cycles. Anyway, that's this is what I see, and I'm going to hand you over to Rebecca right now. Rebecca? Okay, thank you. Hi, okay. Hi, Suzanne. Um, thanks, Stephanie. So, you know, Suzanne, the first thing that comes up is, you know, I have to go into agreement with Stephanie that I feel like uh, it doesn't come up for me so much about whether or not you're going to head into the same thing as much as I feel like there is a, a releasing that needs to happen um, from the old relationships, which I know Stephanie spoke to as well about um, you know, either trauma or uh, not having received what you wanted. Uh, you know, there's also a feeling of sadness about things not working the way that you'd wanted and you'd had so much hope. So it does feel like there's still kind of a mourning that needs to happen for you that, you know, you've kind of spent a little bit of time there, but it, it almost feels like people around you have said, it's okay, get over it now and just get out there. It's like, but you can't rush your own process for healing, 
Okay, and and so, you know, first I, I want to say, you know, honor yourself. Honor the timing that's appropriate for you because every single person's journey is their own. So whatever's happening in my life, I may have had similar experiences to you, but the timing and the way that it has unfolded in my life is always going to be different from yours. And, and which is also going to be different from everyone else's. So it's, you know, we come back to that whole thing talking about self-love. What is the loving thing for you? And so the loving thing for you is to nurture yourself in the process, love yourself through the process, allow yourself to release these emotions from these previous relationships and these other circumstances and come back to this place of knowing you really truly do get to have what you want in your life and you're worth having that. So you get to have the kind of relationship that you want to have, and you get to come to a place where you trust that what's coming in the future will be different than what you have experienced in the past because you are continuing to grow. So, you know, part of it is coming back to knowing that you're worth having everything that you want. So, you know, one of the things that I want to suggest is start doing something joyful every day, do something that's loving for yourself every day that's just for you. Because when we start loving ourselves, even if it's just for half an hour or an hour a a day when we're doing things that bring us joy, that make us feel loved, what happens is that shifts our vibration. And sometimes we don't even realize that we're healing while we are doing these little things that they ultimately, you know, add up cumulatively. I don't even know if that's the word, but I think it is. Um, and, and so you'll find that you're healing as you nurture yourself through this, this place and, and, and coming back to this place of love. Um, all of those things being said, you know, my impression is that there are also some other things in your life that kind of need attention, and it feels like, you're looking at old relationships, you're looking at things that haven't been working, and, you know, I feel like you're starting to release things and let go and really starting to, to acknowledge where you are now and where you want to be. So this process of letting go and clearing things out, it's, it almost feels like a life spring cleaning is really what this feels like energetically to me. And I feel like this is going to continue for you for some months, and I'm hearing probably about six months or so. So I'm here fall into winter is is when you will finally be in this place where you're feeling like, okay, I'm feeling love in my life now. I'm feeling like I'm loving myself. I have found my own center and my own stride. And in that place, I feel like you're going to be in such a place where, you know, you may say, yes, I want relationship, but I'm not really sure I want to complicate my life with that right now because I love my life so much. So I know that that's not necessarily what you're feeling and thinking right now, but that's what I'm seeing for you. So if you've wanted to go through and, like, sort through things and let go of things that you no longer use, um, if you've wanted to, uh, like, paint or redecorate or do any of those kinds of things, these are the things that are coming up um, energetically in your yeah, life. Yeah, no, I've done all that. I've done all that. I'm looking for okay. a new job so, so, and, and okay. gotten rid of certain That's friends. Awesome. But I, don't, I do want a relationship. I'm not going to be happy, like, you know, painting and traveling okay. around the world without a no, man, that, you know. No, that's okay. No, no, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> all I'm saying is that, so, and, and also one of the things, too, is if you've just kind of gone through all of that, sometimes, you know, when we're doing this, this work, we're reading energy. And so in the conscious field, there's no time. 
So it's very possible that, you know, you've already done all of these things and it still shows up as that energy is like we're just getting the tail end of it. It's kind of like a comet. You know, you see a streak across the sky. And so when we're reading something energetically, it's like that as well. I might be seeing the very tail end of your processing all of this. Um, but, but I do see that things are coming for you. And I do see that, you know, you're in a completely different place in just a few short months where, you know, you're stepping fully into yourself. You're loving yourself. You're loving your life. Uh, and I see that that's probably when that person is going to show up. So, again, you can change the timing of this. Write your list about what your perfect partner is like, what are the qualities, and, and then put yourself out there. You know, part of, part of the whole process of, of creating a partnership with someone is setting that intention with the universe that, yes, I really intend to meet somebody. And people will say, well, you know, how are you meeting people? Like for me, I met people online. And some people like that and some people don't. But I will tell you that if you do that, even if you don't want to meet somebody online, if you at least put yourself out there, you're telling the universe, I'm serious that I really want to meet somebody. So set that intention, write your list. That person's going to show up, you know, you're, 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 you're on your way. You are well on your way. So thanks for the okay, question Suzanne. tonight. Uh, ladies, we've got about four minutes left. Do you want to take another call or, or do you have other closing comments you'd like to make? Uh, Well, first, I just want to just mention to everybody that if they'd like to set up a healing session or a session with Stephanie, that her website is journeywithstephanie.com. Mine is rebeccafist.com. And then, uh, Stephanie, should we try squeezing in one more call? What do you think? (laughs) I think we can do it. We we talk pretty well. We can talk pretty (laughs) fast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So our, our last caller of the night is going to be Grace. She's calling about her health. And Grace, you're live with Sunday Night Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Uh, thank you so much for taking my. Thank you. Um, I um, am still recovering from COVID and have some um, still respiratory um, symptoms, and I'm doing part-time work now. I wonder what you see happening. Is this like short-term or? Okay, so, so you know, God bless you. I'm glad that you're recovering. Um, the thing with being back to work part-time, it's like, eh, it's not ideal, but it's okay. Uh, I know that it's, in some ways it's a boost for you because you are kind of getting back to normal, and that makes you feel better emotionally. Um, but, you know, one of the things is, you know, the breath is, is life. Like, we literally create our life by breathing. Like, we, that is the mechanism that keeps us alive is breathing. Okay, so energetically, you know, and I can't, I'm not going to speak to anything medically, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but I'll talk about energetically. When you take a breath, you are breathing in life. Okay, So, so what comes up with that is, you know, when you feel able to take deep breaths, when it feels like it's okay for you to do so. And imagine that as you expand your lungs and that you're breathing in this air, imagine that you're breathing in this beautiful white golden light that is life-giving. And that when you exhale, you're exhaling anything that your body no longer needs. It's an energetic exchange. But that every time you breathe in, you are saying yes to life. And you are giving your body an opportunity to continue healing. Okay? Yeah. So, I, I, and I will do that visualization for you. I do see you getting better. 
I do think that you have to believe in, in, in the, the possibility that you can be completely healthy again. You have to, it starts with your belief about that for yourself. Okay, so I'm going to be doing that visualization to you as well, that you are healthy. I'm going to visualize you healthy. Start visualizing yourself healthy and feeling energetic the way that you used to. Right. And then every right. time you breathe in, you're breathing in life. Anyway, I'm going to turn it over to Stephanie. Thank you. Hi. Okay, I, again, I'm going to take this from another angle of perspective. And one thing I would like for you to do is look up online the violet flame of St. Germain. And the violet flame, what the violet flame does is extremely powerful. It immediately transmutes all negativity. Whatever is not serving you, it transmutes it to love and light. And I say this because I would like to strongly suggest that you place yourself in the violet flame, sleep in it, work in it, live in it, you know, fill your home, your vehicle, your workspace especially yourself on the clearing of your DNA and especially your RNA and your ENA. ENA is the emotional body. So focus on DNA, RNA, ENA, and the violet flame. And tag it on with what Rebecca shared, breathe in the violet flame as well, because that will also help to energetically cleanse and clear. With energy work, it starts in the auric field and filters down to the physical body. So... All the best to you. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. And with that, ladies, it's time to say good night. All right. Well, thank you, good night, so everybody. much for being here. Thank you, Stephanie. Good night, everybody. Have a great week. Thank you, week. Rebecca. And thank you, Karen. We'll see you next week. Okay. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.